Cabot. Yeah. And I always called it the wildlife refuge <laughs> because it was like a refuge. I mean, it's a place where you don't have to pretend that things are going like you would like them to go. Right. And you meet some incredible people who have really some very interest. I mean, I always felt like it was a privilege. So I think you might be find that you don't have to be afraid. What's that? That you don't have to be afraid. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so nervous. I was. Yeah. I'm taking DBT, so... This is three times a week, three hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, three hours a session. Verbal group. What's that? Verbal group. Verbal group. When yeah. you sit in circles. Oh, yeah? Verbalize. Yeah. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah. Oh, Has Afterglow started? Do what? Has Afterglow started? Yeah, we can start. No, I didn't know if it had. Yeah, we started. Oh, okay. Podcast we do we talk about? We never know when we start this thing. <laughs> I've been very fair. I've, I've started and let you know I've started. I've not done a sneak attack on you in a long time. Yeah, no. I learned my lesson. Oh God, rain down. Yeah. Thank God, not like Caleb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I think in our culture that I really like that translation of um, not calling the Pharisees self-righteous, but saying people who are overly self-confident. Yeah. Because in our society, it's considered a strength to be very self-confident. Mm-hmm. And um, I liked looking at it from that perspective that the fact that I'm often not isn't a it's not a disease <laughs> it's not a negative mm, yeah. it's, it's part of being an authentic human being and I also thought of how um, I know that back then a publican was a tax collector yeah. but I like the, the current definition of publican also which is more like a bartender do you think that um, the Pharise- I mean obviously the Pharisees are always just like stalking Jesus you know like just following him around everywhere do you think uh, obviously like in the end they were like trying to almost like gain evidence on him you know to to be able to kill him but do you think that there were a bunch of them who were just like who were his disciples essentially but you know they couldn't publicly identify yeah as that because of the implications because he was I guess he called himself Jewish but he was very like I'm, I'm sure Pharisees would be like that dude didn't practicing Judaism you know like he's not clean he's hanging out with you know dirty people and it seemed like there was a lot of followers he had that were Pharisees. Yeah, right. So, I mean, we 
compare the ones that were trying to trick him and things like that, but I'm pretty sure there's some verses where you have some, at least some compassionate Pharisees. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny that you know the modern church we like we demonize like a Pharisee is like the, those are the bad guys, but it's like they're the church people. We're in a church, you know, like they're the religious people, and I guess by some definition we're religious, you know. So maybe to kind of. Uh, be a little easier on the guys or like maybe see see some parallels yeah you know no you're right well or or see some parallels and that's what we're I think that I try to do is try to see the parallels where we still continue to act like we don't learn from reading sometimes we just continue to be Pharisees and not realize it and how do we wake up to that realization that we can be religious too. For liberal, we can be religious towards the conservatives, you know, for conservative, you know, just towards the liberals, you know. How do we kind of say, no, how do we be compassionate towards one another? How do we show love towards one another? I mean, today as I was going through looking at different verses and stuff, I was just always still so surprised about how much I could dedicate to just preaching about loving your enemies. How much that is a, such a big thing about loving those who persecute you, caring about them, you know. So even Jesus was like obviously loving his his loved the, the Pharisees. Even he told the stories, you're in the house. You know, you're the older brother. You're in their presence already. You know, come back in. Stay here. You know. So got this thing where it's like I don't know it's a really remarkable book that bothers me a lot that I have to love my enemies forgive those who persecute me that's a, there's so much about helping the poor and loving the poor in there too you know and it seems like the two things that are overlooked the most are the poor poverty and the love of enemies and those are like the two major things Jesus talks about it's just like, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't get away from it. I'd like to get away from it. I think there's a third topic, um, not judging others. Yeah, it's just stop judging. How you judge, you will be judged. Cross country, why worry about the you know, speck in your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your own eye? Yeah, I mean, I was reading that today too. So it's not judging others. It's not. Loving your enemies and not judging each other, and I don't know. It seems like a pretty cool message. Pretty redundant. I have a hard time coming up with new things because it's so redundant. Maybe I should spend less time in the New Testament. Some more Old Testament. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) Well, but I mean, if you if you look if you read the prophets in the Old Testament. We'd be talking about the same topics. Yeah. So there you go. I liked how you pointed out, Jay, about uh, was it in John? I think it was the second passage that you read about how, uh, like, 
I'm here for people who are, was it, who are sinners or who are sick, not for people who don't think they are. And like, not for those who think they and like are. multiple times, you know, Jesus calls Pharisees the righteous or the, the religious people the righteous. I wonder if he's almost just like, it's almost sarcastic. Like he's not, he's trying to not sarcastic. trigger them. Right. He's like, he's not, he's trying to not push their buttons and be like, yeah, you guys are righteous over there. Yeah, that's your word. I'm using your word. <laughs> yeah. You know. But then he tells them they're like tombs inside with yeah, dead right. bones and yeah, whitewashed tombs, pet vipers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the tough love with them, and then sometimes he probably kind of uh, indulges their concept of being righteous and clean. Yeah. Anything else? Burning desires. Alright, well, that's cool. Thank you. A post Christian production.